Hi, welcome back to our second episode that took so long to be made. Um, oh boy. <laughs> Hi, I'm William and I have two children now. It's been that long. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, it, it's, it's, um, we're sorry for the inconsistency with the, the time got like, this is the first episode recording since 2022, so happy new year. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we haven't even got a chance to be um consistent, so right, can you even say sorry for the inconsistency, <laughs> right? I have school, and school is so so stressing and demanding, and CAPE and CXC and all sort of foolishness. And then the time difference with William can me reach home when William's supposed to go in bed. And we don't want to keep yeah. on William, right? Right. So yeah. So yeah. Right. Sorry for right for the, the 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 time it took to give you another episode, but here we are. So we give God thanks that we are here. Oh, never pray. William, we can, we can pray, pray now. Yeah, go ahead and pray, please, William. Me. All right. Let us pray, guys. Okay. Dear Father God, I just thank you for bringing us here today to have another podcast episode, the second one, and I just pray that it will be edifying to all those who hear, to every single person who is under the sound of our voices, Lord, and I just pray that you help us to speak with wisdom and be guided by your spirit, and I just pray that as we go into today's topic, that you know it will go well and that it will reach people and it will benefit them. In Jesus' name, Amen. 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 Do we need to clarify that you don't actually have two children, or everybody knows it's a joke? I, th- I think we should clarify. Um, <laughs> I do not have two children. I am a young man who is a believer. In Jesus Christ, the life, death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. He's alive today. Amen. And um, yes, I, I'm not a baby father. <coughs> I don't have any baby models. And, you know, I, I, I'm not involved in those things, you know? But yeah. Great, great, yeah. Great. Okay, so the topic of today's episode, William, just talk about Jesus' life, the burial resurrection um is the gospel and its effect and affect on effect and affect here yeah, on our our lives so whatever you want to start it off with the, what right. the gospel? Cool. Yeah. yeah so this is an important thing the gospel is pretty much the foundations the foundation not the foundation of um our faith, right? The foundational belief, the basic belief of all Christians, right? And <clears throat> it's non-negotiable. If you don't believe it, then you can't be a Christian, pretty much, you know. And um, it's important to understand it. And many people who do truly believe don't understand it and i myself didn't really understand it until like a little while after being a christian yeah. i started my bible and you know start watching youtube videos and yeah. you know start and then, learning and thing then like yeah. they they forward 
Magnificent. Is that it? I think so. Mm. <laughs> I think that's the word. I'm not even sure. But like how 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 great and and glorious the gospel is, right? Like we have like yeah. a tip of the iceberg understanding, and then we have so much underneath the, the water. So much other stuff, yeah. Cool. Like mind-boggling, like our our human minds can't comprehend it, and I doubt that even in heaven we're able to comprehend it fully, cause it's God and His ways are unsearchable and unfathomable and all that. Word, yeah, man. And um, there's something that PowerShow says a lot when he's speaking about the gospel. He says that um, what we believe about the end times, aka eschatology. Um, write that down. Eschatology. E S C H A S K T O L O G Y. Yes. Spelling spelling me in a primary school. Of course. Naturally. But yeah, uh yeah. Powershop frequently says that what we believe about what will happen in end times, whether Jesus is going to come before the rapture. Um, whether it's going to come in the middle of the rap, not the not the rapture, the um tribulation. What the thing name? Yeah, the tribulation. Whether it's, whether Jesus is going to come before the great tribulation or in the middle of the great tribulation or the um the end of it, we'll all know when Jesus comes back. You know, and I'm not saying that you can't have your specific view about what's gonna happen, but personally, um. I'm gonna really have no view upon that. I just know that Jesus is going to come back. Amen. Right? Amen. And <clears throat> the main thing that we need to have on our minds is the gospel. You know, so much stuff going on in the world. And we need to just preach the gospel and, um, and preaching it. Yeah. And living it out daily and Amen. how to interact with our church brothers and sisters, you know, the church overall, the church of Jesus Christ, because the church is the body of Christ. And church is Christ. the believers. Yes. This wouldn't be a Christian podcast without a Bible verse, right? So let's go for the mm-hmm. first Corinthians 15, where Paul spoke about the gospel. So let's go. Yeah, I'm going to just go ahead and read it. All right. So first Corinthians 15. Is one to four? Wait, no. Okay, let me just read and worry about my stuff. Yeah. So, moreover, okay. I declare to you the gospel which I preached to you, which also you received and which in which you stand, by which you also, also you are seen, if you hold fast that word which I preached to you, unless you believed in vain. For I delivered to you, first of all, that which I also received, that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures, that he was buried and that he rose again the third day, according to the scriptures, and that he was seen by Cephas, then by the twelve. After that, he was seen by over 500 brethren at once, of whom the greater part remain to the present, but some have fallen asleep. After that, he was seen by James, then by all the apostles. Then last of all, he was seen by me also as by one born out of due time. Um, yeah, I think we can stop there. Mm-hmm. So that's First Corinthians 15, verse 1, 2 to 8. Here is yes. a portion of God's holy word. We honor it by saying, thanks be to God. Thanks be to God. Thanks be to God. Yeah, man. So that's 
First Corinthians chapter 15, yeah, verses 1 to 8, the overview of the gospel. And like, the funny thing is that um, as I was doing my little Bible studies by myself and, you know, going through the word and then thinking about the gospel and like, hearing about the gospel, I'm saying, yo, they keep explaining the gospel, but you must have a Bible verse about the gospel, you know. Someone said, ah, let me go look it up. And then, boom, found it in 1 Corinthians 15. And then I ended up reading 1 Corinthians at some stage. And then, you know, I see it and I'm just like, wow, this is great. So this is pretty much one of the reference verses when it comes to the gospel. Mm. And there's other verses that describe the gospel. Well, like um, Ephesians 2, verse 8 to 10. Um you have a few verses in Romans 5. So, only profession of the Bible. Yeah, um, the Bible is I'm sorry. Pretty much from Genesis to Revelation. Mm. So, yeah. Um, if you want to know about the gospel, read your Bible. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. But, um, yeah, overall, the gospel is the foundation of our faith, right? And it has impacting, impacting myself and Christians lives in many ways right and um the thing is we have to truly understand the gospel how it does affect us each day of our lives you know yeah 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 that's proper english so pretty much the way the gospel has affected me in my life is um Let's go back into the past, right? Okay, so I got saved when I was 15. That was 2019. Wow, it's almost three years. Called next, next month of April. So, okay, I got baptized on April 21, 2019, right? And um, from then, and from before that, we didn't like, know about Jesus, but like, I never truly understood what the gospel is. I just knew that Jesus died for our sins to save us from hell. I pretty much had the basics down, kind of, right? And I wanted to get baptized since I saw my sister get baptized. I was like, hmm, this looks good. And it's Jesus stuff. So, yeah, who? But um, until I got baptized and got more involved in going to church, get got more involved with the youth ministry going to rock teens as to youth ministry at church and rock and um getting more into reading my bible and discussing it with my friends and stuff i didn't really understand the gospel right and then when i went to george's i had me and my friend nathan big up yourself nathan um <laughs> we used to get into Little debates, heated debates at times, with uh, a guy who was an atheist, right? And then it was then where I was stumped on some of the questions. And I was just like, wow, how am I going to answer this now? I don't know, know what this man has said. And really and truly, as believers, there, there's things that we just don't know. And some things that we don't know, but we'll end up learning. So we have to understand, okay, we need to stay humble and know, say, all right, cool, we'll learn and apply these things but we just have to keep moving and say that okay i don't know you know nothing's wrong with saying you don't know it's better say that then go say some foolishness and confuse somebody or misrepresent the faith you know yeah but i didn't understand that at that time so 
pretty much that kind of um that stirred me up to get into the bible more and to actually study it you know and um it was kind of from a place of pride i wanting to be proven right and i don't think that's the best motive at all but um it's not another move <laughs> no <laughs> but the other motive was that i knew that god isn't a liar right i knew what he says is true and i knew what that guy was saying could not be true about god so i was like okay i need to see what um god is saying about himself right and um that's the correct motive to glorify god not to prove yourself right right and um yeah i decided okay let me get into the bible more so from then i started looking into what the gospel is more started look watching different sermons about Watch it America, found out about false yeah found out about false preachers and the false gospel and all sorts of things and then i buck up on first corinthians 15 verse 1 to 8 and from there i started understanding the gospel and fully knowing how to explain it pretty much you know and pretty much i i had explained it at the introduction of the this episode and that explanation is that <clears throat> okay I, i gave a summary a small summary but this is a better summary of it so first with the gospel we have to look at god's attributes his character right um god is holy so he set up he's like no one else right he's not like us and a lot of us have the view that god is like us and he you know he's just a bigger stronger version of a human but no nah, god is not a man and there's a right? that um you thought i was altogether like you something like that mm-hmm. okay, let me see if i can get it you thought i was altogether like you Psalm 50 verse 21 or 15 I think wait let me look 50 verse 21 yes sir yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah that's what that's what us, uh, you have done and I kept saying you thought that I was altogether like you but I will rebuke you and set them in order before your eyes yeah so Psalm 50 verse 21 the whole psalm is, is titled God the righteous judge so yeah He's also righteous. Mm-hmm. He's, he's righteous. So that means he has no sin in him, you know, and he's just. So he gives people what they deserve. He gives them their just reward, right? Mm-hmm. Um, wait, let me just pull up a definition of justice because justice is getting what you deserve. According yeah, to make right. Yeah, man. So that's the important thing you know and with justice if you're coming to a crime you serve the time right mm-hmm. so overall ah <laughs> uh, yeah so um wait there's one more thing people like to, uh, like to people tend to mix up and, and confuse i need to speak english better because there might be people from other places yeah, um, that are not jamaica listening 
Yeah, I yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So let me speak standard English. Yeah. yeah, people confuse holiness and righteousness. Right, holiness is being set apart. Right, it's being different. God is holy. He's set apart, and he's like no one else. Right, he's a righteous judge. Right, okay. Righteousness has to do with being sinless. So you can look at it at having a white garment that's shiny and has no dirt, not a single piece of fluff or um you know a speck of dust or anything. Nothing, not even little hair. Clean, you know, it's totally clean. That's the thing with God, right? So when we look at his attributes, his characteristics, who he is then we understand that from his righteousness, sin cannot dwell in him. You know, in light, there is no darkness. God is light, right? And um, what else? The way he deals with sin, because he is just and he has his specific characteristics in terms of his righteousness, then because of that justice, he has to deal with sin. Right, there's consequences to actions, and it's not a karma thing, there's just genuine, generally consequences to actions. If you decide, okay, I'm going to walk down the road, you're going to get down to the, to the end of the road. Why? Because you walk there, right? That's an action that has a consequence. So, consequences can be good or bad, but in terms of sin, the consequences of sin are bad, right? So, um, you can look at it like a courtroom, right? Um, you commit a crime. Say you steal. You rob a bank. If you have a judge who is corrupt, I know, say, yeah, he might go free. He's good. Uh, and you know that he let you go free, then you'll be happy and be like, okay, cool, I get, I get all free. But if that judge is a good judge, he's just, then because you have committed that bank robbery, he's going to send you into jail and you're going to rot in there, okay? And that's the thing, God. People always say, oh, how can God do this? Why do good people get this and, you know, why does God send these people to hell? But really and truly, it's be, it is because people aren't good, right? And that's where we get to the next point of man's sin. Christian, I don't know if you'd like to speak about that. Man's sin? Okay, let me grab yeah. Romans 3 real quick. Even though, oh yeah, let me just go there. I'm turning the pages so violently. Oh my God. Romans. Okay, there we go. There we go. Okay, so verse 10 to 18. Okay, sure. As it is written, there is none righteous, no, not one. There is none who understands. There is none who seeks after God. They have all turned aside. They have together become unprofitable. There is none who does good, no, not one. Their throat is an open tomb. With their tongues, they have practiced deceit. The poison of asps is under their lips, whose mouth is full of cursing and bitterness. Their feet are swift to shed blood. Destruction and misery are in their ways, and the way of peace they have not known. There is no fear of God before their 
eyes. And then Romans 3, 23, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Okay. So the sin of man dates back to Genesis. Is it two? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two. No Genesis. Or three. Two. It's Genesis three. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Genesis three. Yeah. Yeah, Genesis three. So God created the Garden of Eden and placed Adam and Eve in there and said, do not eat of this one tree, but go ahead and eat everything else. Eve yeah. got deceived got deceived by the serpent and <laughs> get the fruit and then told her husband, say, hey, darling, come and eat the fruit. Adam went and ate the fruit. And Adam, as the, the representative of the human race, as he's the, the man and the head of the so Adam, as representative, fell into sin and brought the entire generations of man with him. So because of that fall, all of man is now sinful. Um, and that's the, the doctrine of original sin. So now everybody is born in sin and born in sin and conceiving iniquity. Yeah, that. So, yeah. The sin. Um, all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God because God is holy and we are unholy. We have all fallen short of the glory of God and thus who God is as his um and his standard, the law and all of that, because we cannot keep it. Hmm. So yeah, the sinner man. Where where you going next? Um, wait, just one thing about yeah. that is that um we're doing Bible study um, with Christian Health. Follow Christian Health on Instagram. Instagram. I'll put it in the description when I type it up. We're, ju- we're, just, we're just throwing these plugs into the middle of this <laughs> this podcast episode. Um, Christian Health <laughs> underscore. Yeah, it's Christian Health underscore. That's it. Follow them. Um, but yeah, um, when we're doing... Bible study because they've been going through Genesis the past few weeks. I'm finishing Genesis this Saturday. Yep. Ooh. Um. Yeah, we had read about the fall, you know, and regarding the fall is how Eve was deceived. So pretty much, Satan, Lucifer, the serpent, had made her doubt God's word, you know? And the thing is that when she had um, said to the serpent what God had said, she didn't say it exactly as, as how God said it. And that's the thing about us. We need to know God's word accurately so that we can say, okay, this is what the word says, so that we don't go against it, you know? And this comes gradually. I'm not saying that you should know everything at once, but, you know, you should strive to know who God is and to serve him how he wants us to serve him or obey. You know, obedience is important. Anyway, we can move on. 
Um, um, and then Genesis three verse oh, six. Yeah. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, that it was pleasant to the eyes, and a tree desirable to make one wise, she took its fruit and ate. She also gave to her husband with her, and he ate. So yeah, um, when we don't know the word, as Jose was saying, sin looks more appealing and more pleasant to the eyes and more desirable to us, and yeah. we without the word in us, we got to sin more easily or easier. I should have said that. Um, and that's why uh, Psalm 119 has it. Um, how can a young man keep his way pure by taking heed according to your word? Because the word mm. is what helps us to avoid sin because we're born with a natural inclination to sin, as I was saying before, the original sin, born in sin and shaping in iniquity. So we want yeah. sin. That's what we desire. Um, we're dead in sin and that's all we want. And we hate God, so we want to sin. So, yeah, so that's when, so when we see it and we get the word in us, it, the word helps us to resist sin and the Holy Spirit working in us and then using the word as well. But yeah, the word helps us in our fight against sin. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. So sin, the sin of man attributes of God. So compared to God our righteousness is like filthy rags yeah. and they stink to high heaven. Literally. Um, mm-hmm. Our unrighteousness is so disgusting and it, 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 it grieves God. It makes him angry. That's why his wrath is a thing because how can he just leave sin unpunished? How can a just judge leave a murderer to you know go free from that charge you know it doesn't make sense and we all say that we want justice you know but do we really want justice i don't because by by the definition of justice we should get what we deserve there's many times in our lives when we didn't get what we deserve you know you know how many times i've done some horrendous things and i haven't gotten hit I haven't gotten punched, punched or anything. Mm. You know, I've escaped the consequences, right? And karma isn't a thing because if it was a thing, then I'm going to sound ignorant in the eyes of some people, but really and truly, <laughs> if it was a thing, then boy, we'd be in some big trouble, you know? And just because you did something bad a few years ago doesn't necessarily mean it's um come back to haunt you right um sometimes it does sometimes it directly correlates but not necessarily you understand so yes overall sin has its consequences the wages of sin is death so after the fall and you know they had gotten kicked out of the garden they were subject to death, right? So there's the physical death and then there's the spiritual death. And with the spiritual death, you are separated from God and his grace, right? And um, with being separated from his grace and separated from having a relationship with him, you are going to be subject to his wrath And with being subject to his wrath, if you die and you are not saved, if you don't have faith in Jesus Christ, 
you go to hell. It's that simple. Wage of sin is death. So that's the physical death and then the spiritual death, which is eternal. And it doesn't stop, right? And yeah, people say, oh, God is wicked. Why does he do this? But it's because of his justice. You understand? And this is where the law comes in. God put them in place to show people their sin pretty much, you know? Pretty much this place, the sin. Wait, hold on a second. Excuse me. Okay, so in Romans 3, once again, verses 19 and 20, it says, Now we know that whatever the law says, it says to those who are under the law, that every mouth may be stopped and all the world may become guilty before God. Verse 20, Therefore, by the deeds of the law, no flesh will be justified in his sight, for by the law is the knowledge of sin. This is a portion of God's holy word. We honor it by saying, thanks be to God. So, pretty much, verse 20 describes it perfectly. Therefore, by the deeds of the law, no flesh will be justified in his sight, for by the law is knowledge of sin, right? By the law is knowledge of sin, okay? And that's pretty much what the law is. It's like a mirror. You go to the mirror to look at your flaws and to see if there's any crust in your eye from when you went to sleep, if there's any snot on your nose or in your nose and you need to blow it out, if you need to wash your face, you know, if you need to get a few ingrown hairs out, if you have a beard, um, the different things, right? So that's what the... Pray for Christian so that he gets a break, guys. Um, <laughs> so yeah, overall, yeah, you look into a mirror so that you can see what is a mess with your face, and then you fix it so that you can go out onto the street and look presentable and not like you're a homeless person. So Pretty much that's what the law does. But the thing is, people are not justified by doing what the law says, you know, because if you break one, you break all. That's how God sees it. Um, And it's like how you have a glass of water. If you put dye in the glass of water, then you're going to see the dye in there. So it's going to have, you know, that and... The way God is, is that the water should be pure, absolutely pure, 100%. It shouldn't even have 0.1% of another substance. And that's the thing with sin. Even if you sin a little bit, in quotes, quote unquote, a little bit, um, you still reap the consequences of sin because that's God's standard. God's standard of good is moral perfection. So you, if you I mean, say, okay. Yeah, mm, and yeah. the quote-unquote little sin is against a thrice, thrice, thrice holy God who does not have fellowship with sin of any sort and is completely, completely against sin. So that's why a quote-unquote little sin is so great. Yep, precisely. So 
no one is good except God, right? And it's, it, there's even another example of the white clothing. If somebody splashed you with a minute um, amount of ink, tiny, 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 and you're wearing a full white suit and you want it to keep it clean, you'll get angry. You, you wouldn't tolerate that. And it's the same thing, right? Um, that may not be the perfect analogy. So, yeah. <clears throat> but we move. So pretty much the thing with things that it's against the thrice holy God, right? As Christian said. And once you do it against him, then it, it calls for the highest punishment, whether you've stolen a pen from somebody or you've just taken a few cents or pence if you're in the UK, or <laughs> whether you've stolen a little bubble gum, those things like that. Because even if you compare yourself to a murderer, then you're just, you're just as um, inclined to hell as them you know nothing makes you more righteous than them you may be more righteous in the eyes of man but when it comes to the eyes of god the only eyes then, that really matter yeah exactly then you're a sinner right deserving of, of his wrath yeah, yeah condemn so that's an ephesians is it ephesians yes it is okay let me read it um if you join two and he made and you he made alive who were dead in trespasses and sin in which you want to walk according to the course of this world according to the prince of the power of the air the spirit who now works in the sons of disobedience among whom also we all once conducted ourselves in the lust of our flesh fulfilling the desires and Desires of the flesh and of the man, and were by nature children of wrath, just as the others. Here ends a portion of God's holy word that I went on it by saying, Thanks be to God. That's Ephesians 2, verse 1 to 3. Amen. So, pretty much in regards to God, we're children of wrath, and there's the Thing about oh we're all children of God but that's not true you can only be a child of God if you are adopted into his family yeah. by the blood of Jesus and we're getting to the point about the blood of Jesus right so yes <clears throat> we're children of wrath before we are saved you know and then here comes the great grace of God great mercy of God. So just as much as God is holy, he's righteous, he's just, he's loving, you know? He is merciful, he's gracious, right? Mm -hmm. And all those characteristics go hand in hand. They don't go against each other, right? God is 100% of everything. 100. (laughs) Right? So, with that being said, um, wait, 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 wait. I'm read the if you what for, but like it come right oh, okay. from the not for if you just two verse one to three and then verse four now. But God, 
who is rich in mercy because of his great love which with which he loved us even we were dead in trespasses made us alive together with christ by grace you have been saved and he raised us up together and made us sit together in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus, that in the ages to come he might show the exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. For by grace you have been saved through faith and not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man sh- anyone should boast. That's Ephesians 2 verse 4 to 9. Here ends another portion of God's holy word. You honor it by saying, "Thanks be to God." Thanks be to God. Yes, Whole passage so, of scripture. We're at, we're at the part where most people like and us talk about God's love. You know, for God so <laughs> loved the world. So, <laughs> um, okay, here we are at the grace and mercy section of the gospel. Okay, um, you have to come with the bad news. And then yeah. bring the good news. Good news is okay, good so if you don't have the bad news. You don't bad understand news. the goodness of the good news if you don't get no the bad news. Yeah. Mm. We don't we don't know how shiny the stars are unless it's dark. Yeah. Paul Washer said that. So you see the, the yeah. of the stars on the the blackness of the night, and that's how you see. The graciousness of God on the the blackness of His wrath, basically. I guess you could see. Mm-hmm. Is that the right way I put it? I think so. Or the blackness of our sin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And blackness of our sin, and then yeah, His grace is the star. Yeah, yeah, that. Yeah. So you have to understand yeah. how bad your sin is and what it 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 inherits deserves what it deserves so what it deserves and then when you understand what your sin deserves you see how you did not want justice at all because justice would mean death and hell everybody would be in hell exactly but you want grace because grace means even though i don't this and mercy even though i don't deserve this at all i have a chance to be well not a chance i am able to be with god i can spend eternity with him i can have fellowship with him here on earth i can have him live in me by the holy spirit i can have god together and be not in enmity with him word so yeah yeah jesus Jesus. So, okay, <laughs> in the Old Testament, people like to split the Bible and say, "Oh, God of the Old Testament, God of the New Testament." But and one there's God. something that I saw the other day that is a very good point. But we're getting there. Yeah, it's one God. So God is the same. You know, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. Amen. 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 So, pretty much, um, yeah, pretty much. In the Old Testament, God's been the same, right? And he allowed people to be justified by faith. And, you know, he allowed ways to atone for sin, you know, to... Sacrifices and all that. Yeah, yeah, because God's just wise like that you know so 
with God being wise and um, knowing what to do, he, he provided the way to do so. So the way to atone for the sins of men was by sacrificing animals, right? And that's where the, t- the term scapegoat came from in the Old Testament where they where they were they put their hands on a goat so they took two goats they take one to sacrifice and then they'd lay hands on one goat and then set it off into the wilderness and that's a scapegoat you know so it's representing the sins be cast away so the wages of sin is death so once there's sin a life has to be taken so with the wages of sin being death, the animals had to the animals had to die, or the people had to die, you know. So God provided a way for the people to atone for the sin through faith. So God would they would believe in God. The best example of this is Abraham, right? God spoke to Abraham. Abraham believed and it was accounted to him righteousness, right? So in Abraham believing that, once he believed, tests come. So Abraham's test was with Isaac, the popular story. So God said, okay, bring your, bring your son, sacrifice him. And then Abraham was like, okay, that's all. This is all the Bible presents it. And we can infer that, okay, maybe... Abraham was panicking and wondering, okay, isn't this my son who is supposed to be the son of promise? Isn't he the one that supposed to have great nations come from him? So what's going on, right? So God told him to sacrifice Isaac. So Abraham was like, okay, let me do it. So Abraham did it. Well, he no, he didn't sacrifice Isaac. So Abraham but he went to- being obedient. Yeah. yeah, he was going to do it. Being obedient to God. And knowing God's character said, okay, cool, let me go and do it. So they went, they were going up to the mountain. And then they got there and Abraham was about to do it. But then the angel of the Lord was like, stop, don't do it. Look over there, a ram. So there was a ram. So that was sacrificed instead of Isaac, right? So God provided a way and hey, that's that's foreshadowing right there. That's foreshadowing. Yeah, 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 Anyways, because, <laughs> as, um, and I love that so much. Like how that points to Christ, because right scripture God again, there was something about he sacrificed a lamb and then he got a ram instead. I don't remember how the thing got proper, but yeah, mm-hmm. he, was, he was supposed to sacrifice a lamb, but he got a ram instead. And then that points now to Christ, who, as John said, is the lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world. And that's just, you know, boom, and yeah. And that just shows how, how divinely inspired the Bible is and how connected everything is, because those, those are thousands of years apart. So yeah, it's cool. Amen. So... Yeah, God provided a way for um, a substitute to be put in place for Isaac. So the animals were the substitute of the people. So the, the animals got the consequence of the people's sin instead of people, right? And that's grace and mercy. 
So mercy is where what you deserve is held back and grace is where we're given what you don't deserve, right? So with being given what we don't deserve, God provides a way for us to, you know, be reconciled to him. But the thing with the sacrifices in the Old Testament is that they weren't quite sufficient. They had to be doing it every single year. And then you'd have different periods of time where they'd provide sacrifices and stuff and make a sacrifice to the Lord and offer to the Lord, etc., etc. you know. And that's what they did in those times. That's what the Israelites did in those times. But mm-hmm. right throughout the Old Testament was prophesied Jesus Christ, you know. So here comes Jesus into the street. Yeah. And yeah, so then Jesus came now as the propitiation, propitiation, yeah, that's the word, propitiation of our sins. He came, lived the perfect life that none of us could live it, no matter how hard we try, because there are 613, I believe, yeah, 613 commandments, not just 10. And we don't even know mm, all of yeah. them. <laughs> we don't even know all of them much more. To obey all of them. So, yeah. And then Jesus came, obeyed all of those, fulfilling all righteousness, as the scripture says. I don't remember which one right now. But yeah, fulfilling all righteousness. And yeah, and yeah, fulfilling all righteousness. And then he went and died the death that we deserve for our sin-filled lives. And I think... Well, yeah, so people normally focus on the death, but you also have to realize the life because we have no righteousness. Our righteousness is like filter rags because we don't have a complete 100% righteousness. We don't have any at all, yeah. And Jesus, now he had to, or we needed a, a form of righteousness to be able to be in communion and fellowship with God. So what Jesus had to do is obtain that righteousness for us and then now he would give us his righteousness and take on our sin when he died on the cross or on his way to the cross. And he would take the full wrath of God. Why are my dogs barking now? <sighs> Dog okay. getting a feature in the podcast. Right? <laughs> he, he took the full wrath of God for our sins. Oh oh, let me just sweat. The dog is testifying. <laughs> maybe I don't know. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> okay. So don't, yeah, mind he, the, don't mind the dog, guys. Yeah, don't All creation things. Yeah, yeah. For God's glory. Amen. Amen. So, yeah, he bore all that on the cross and gave us his righteousness. I can't remember the big word where um, he said, Him give us righteousness and we he took on all that. What's the big word, William? So, um, penal substitutionary atonement is yeah, yeah, that's that, but is that uh, no, <laughs> that's not the word I'm looking for. <laughs> no, there's <laughs> a big word for him in taking for us getting his righteousness. I don't remember the word, I think it's the so, it's, I think it's substitute. No, that's not it, it's an I word. I think I'm not sure what I word. I don't know, I don't remember the word. Okay, but yeah, he gave us his righteousness. When we come into Christ, we get his righteousness 
and he would have borne our sin on the cross all those years back. And then because of his person and his value as God, because Jesus is incarnate God, came as God in the flesh. Word. Because of his value and position as God, his death would have covered the sins of his people from all the way back then to all the way to Adam to all the way back to the last person we um we were born before the end yeah so all of Ooh. everybody was supposed to get it get it so so yeah God God came and died for our sins um Isaiah fifty three put it so nice let me find it. Because I love it so much. Uh, Isaiah 53, 53. 53. Uh, okay, from verse 4 here. Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. Wow. He was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement for our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. All we, like sheep, have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way, and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. Wow. Mm. Such a beautiful, beautiful passage. It's very, it's very strong. It's so, it's so good. So good. And it, it really shows you like how horrible your sin is, because God had to come and die. For your sins, yeah, and it was like John star, you know. But it's if we wow. dealt, if we, if we, if we dealt with it, would be in hell for eternity because of how great the sin is against an eternal God. holy God. And so, so wow, Amen. So thank God for Jesus. And like, like people, people normally get sad about the cross. I remember, <laughs> this is a funny story. I remember when we <laughs> me, I have a brother, and his name is Joshua. So we were younger, right? We were watching or doing Easter and Passion of Christ came on the TV. And we we're watching it and Joshua started crying. Mm-hmm. And so look what they're doing to my <laughs> at, the, at the crucifixion scene. And so look what they're doing to Jesus. And he started like crying, right? And, you know, I, I think I was crying too. I don't remember. But yeah, we were, we were crying, right? And then as I grew older, now, I understand it now. Like, yeah, um, you're sad and cry in the, in the fact that I through my sin caused that, but then you rejoice in the fact that he I did that to him. Exactly. So he, he oh know. my God. <laughs> so yeah, and then you rejoice in the fact now that because he went and did that willingly, he wasn't forced, yep. forced by it. He wasn't forced. He wasn't forced. He did that willingly. He did it willingly. On our behalf, I no longer have to go deal with the consequences of my sin. Cause me no want to cause hell. Nah, that's not. That's not. No. Yeah, we think. only only have to. We only have to deal with the earthly consequences. Yeah, yeah. And that's 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 being disciplined. So mm. condemnation and discipline are two different things. Yeah. And that's knowledge. Amen. Yeah. I'm no longer condemned because of what he did for me up on that tree. I'm pretty sure that's a song lyric. If it's not, I just made a song lyric because I'm... Bars. Yeah, yeah, all right. Get us in the studio. All right. Let's drop us in a studio. 
right now with some bars and drop some heat or whatever the young kids are saying these days. <laughs> yeah, I feel like you aren't a young kid. <laughs> no, 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 because okay, so I turned 18 this month on March 14. So oh, I'm no longer a young kid. I'm an adult, right? I'm an adult. This guy. I'm an adult. Anyway, I'm for this sure, one serious man. I'm pretty sure the episode reached at least 45 minutes to one hour by now. <laughs> Yeah, but anyways, no, we're not finished. We're not There's finished. a little nah. bit more to talk Keep about. Going. So yeah, um, this is going to be so long. You're going to have to um set listen aside while time you're driving. To... Listen while you're watching dishes. Right. Listen while right. you're sleeping. No, don't listen while you're sleeping. Right. You're not actually listening, but listen while you're yeah, showering. You to... while you're listen to us for school or work. You probably it's probably a 24-hour podcast where I drop right now. You just listen to it for the whole day, you know. <laughs> if you have to pause it and come back another time, sure. You know? That sounds like 24 episodes. We would have to do no more episodes for the year. But yeah. anyways, um, let's continue. Let's continue. Okay, so the thing about Jesus' life is that he did everything perfectly and he was born sinless. Mm-hmm. And that's why virgin his birth bird. was mm-hmm. by a virgin. Yeah. Yes. So yeah, if he had an earthly father, then he would have been born in sin and shaped by iniquity, just like us. So, he would have come through the line of Adam. Yep. So, technically, he is a descendant of Adam through Mary, but, mm-hmm. but he's totally he, sinless, unblemished. Because and when they. Seed of man. Mm-hmm, word. And, and when they did describe the, like that, I'm the seed of the woman. I'm sorry for cutting it off so much. <laughs> they cutting me off like <laughs> scissors, man. Oh, go ahead. Um, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. So, um, what was I gonna say? It's about the sin and whatnot, um, being sinless. Mm-hmm. Uh, sinless. He was okay. You start okay. <laughs> okay, yes. All right. The sheep, the sheep in the Old Testament, they had to be um without blemish. They had to yeah. be perfect, spotless, and that's the same thing with Jesus. He was spotless. Couldn't have any sin, and no sin was in him. Right. So, from being a child to teenager to man, he was sinless. Right. So. Pretty much, he did what he was supposed to do. And the thing we should understand is that he wasn't using his divine power to do all of this. He was being empowered by the Holy Spirit, pretty much, right? And he was in submission to the Father. And that's the important thing to recognize. And that's why we can see him as our example, you know? So... He would have been praying. He prayed. He fasted. He knew the word. He used the word against Satan in the wilderness. And that's what Eve should have done. And that's what Adam should have done. He should have told Eve the proper things. But Mr. Adam, he wasn't listening to what God said properly. He wasn't leading properly. Okay, let me stop. But but really, like, we do the same thing. And, like, we need to... You know, do better. So, um, when it comes to the word, we need to be diligent in studying it. We need to be diligent in prayer. Personally, there are times where I don't do that. I hold my hand up and say that. But 
yeah, it's something that we need to do. You know, Jesus fasted, Jesus prayed, and was in the Word, so he understood all those things. And he taught the disciples to do that as well. And we're disciples too. We should do that, right? Right. So, um, yeah, those are important things to know about Jesus. And then there's a verse in Hebrews that says that he understands what we're going through pretty oh, yeah, much. Yeah. I have it. Hebrews 4, verse 15 to 16. I love that verse so much. I don't have it memorized. It, right? Like Jesus can relate. Yeah. He can't relate to sin, but he oh, can relate to the Hebrews struggle. 14 Hebrews don't even have so much chapter. What? Hebrews 4. Get a group. Right? You're turning 18 and you're losing your sense, boy. Okay, I found it. All right. Oh, compassion high priest Hebrews 4 verse 14 to 16. Seeing then that we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our confession, for we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but was in mm. all points tempted as we are, yet without sin. Mm. Let us therefore mm. come boldly to the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in the time in time of need. Amen. Amen. I'm gonna. I'm going to need you to read that again. Read it again. Okay. Okay. Rewind. Rewind. Okay. Again. Seeing then Reload. that we have a great high priest who has passed through the yeah. heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our confession, for we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but was in all points tempted as we are, yet without sin. Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Oh, my laptop is overheating. Right? Like, my house is hot. I love how that's Holy Ghost fire right there. Right? <laughs> I love how this is the same chapter that taught what the word of God is living and powerful and sharper than any two edged sword. Yeah. Mm. Let's hear that now. So, yeah, Jesus can relate to what we're going through in terms of the temptation and the struggles of life. Mm-hmm. And the things we and the thing we not need to understand is that we can go boldly to the throne of grace. That's that's a verse which is spoken about a lot, you know, but I think it's quite underrated when it comes to us trying to figure out how to deal with our sin. Because <clears throat> there are some people, and I know. Some people who um worry about this sin and thing, you know, and it's like we we probably we've probably heard the verse before, but we don't really apply it to our lives, and we think, oh, God is going to cast me away, and He's going to do this, that, and the other, and yes, we understand that God deals with sin heavily, you know, as He should, mm-hmm. but we should also understand that He provides grace. For us to leave that sin, to flee from it, and to grow out of that sin, mm. you know, and He cleanses us oh, yeah. and He makes us righteous. First mm-hmm. Corinthians ten thirteen also talked about that, that He'll provide the way of escape and thing. Word. Wait, let me yeah. in the Amplified version because I like that one so much. Okay, no temptation, regardless of its source, has overtaken or enticed you that is not common to human experience, nor is any temptation unusual or beyond human resistance. But God, who is faithful to his word, is compassionate and trustworthy, and he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability 
Curtis. But along with the temptation, he has in the past and is now and will always provide the way out as well, so that you will be able to endure it without yielding and will overcome temptation with joy. First Corinthians 10 verse 13, Amplified Version. We are not um, hearing mm. the portion of God's holy word. We are not by thanks be to God. Thanks be to God. The Bible so, is so amazing. Right. Just and it just shows. I read the Bible for all of it. God is. Right. <laughs> and, and people get something from that episode. Yeah, that's what call it, Bible call it the Christian will show all your Bible vibes. Vibes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I could do dramatic, dramatic side. But yeah. yeah um, dramatic. <laughs> dramatic. So, whatever you want you. So, <laughs> yeah, we can go boldly to the throne of grace asking for God to help us, you know, because he mm. will, you know. Yeah. Uh, and we really need to understand that even if you are an unbeliever listening to this right now, like, it's there, you know. If you feel and know that, okay, you are a sinner and you've gone against God and you want to, you know, be made right, then you can go to him, you know. Mm-hmm. You don't have to go and say, oh, yes, let me clean up myself. That's not how it works. It's God that does the cleaning up of us. You know, we have a part to play in it, read our Bible and stuff, but that's so that God can do that work in us, you know. You do your schoolwork in order for your teacher to teach you and help you to get better. You, you don't really go smart. You know, it's 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 nice when the teachers say smart and whatnot, but a lot of the times you you don't really understand what you're learning, you know? And it's for the teacher to truly teach you everything in the correct manner so that you can pass the exam, you know? But in this case, the teacher has already given us 100%, you know? And he provides a way for us to improve daily. And that's sanctification where we're made more like Jesus Christ, you know. So we take on more of, more of, more of his characteristics. So when he was here on earth, yeah, we'd be in the word, we'd be praying, we'd be fasting. And we'd be, you know, walking as he did. So that's important to understand, you know. So, yeah, he died took the wrath as christian had mentioned before he's resurrected and he's at the right hand of the father today he ascended you know and the holy spirit was sent down and dwells in all believers and he can dwell in you too you know and you know god can god can help each and every single person listening to this and the thing is that we all need jesus widow we are a Christian or an unbeliever. Yeah, we all need Jesus. When people say you need Jesus, like <laughs> everybody needs Jesus, you know. Yeah, amen. That's that's the important thing. So I think yeah, when, um, Charles Spurgeon. Well, I'm not sure. Is it Charles? I think it's Charles. I said, um, uh, I need Jesus the same way today as much as I needed him the first day that I was saved or something like that. I think it's Charles. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. But something like that. But yeah, we need Jesus yeah. as much as when we were unsaved because we still have sin in our lives. We still, we still not holy. Um, like, mm-hmm. like in the terms of 
we're holy, but we're not, not to the yeah. um, um extent that God is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And there's this thing, symbol, it justice peccator something like that um simultaneous is a reformation something something but yeah simultaneously a sinner and a saint or simultaneously sinner and justified something like that but yeah like even yeah. though we're justified in the eyes of god we still have sin in our lives and we still need to go to the throne of grace and we still need to go confess our sins and repent and seek god's forgiveness for all our our iniquity and our sin and that's what I love Psalms 51 so much. Let me flip back to it. I'm flipping through my Bible so much. Okay. Um Psalm 51. I hope your fingers are hurting you. <laughs> Psalm 51. I love it so so much. It's um David's prayer of repentance after after he slept with Bachiba and killed off Uriah and thing. And um, wait. Okay, so he said, wait, shoot, I lost it. Uh okay. Verse one to two. What this is the part on blot out my transgressions, wash me thoroughly from my iniquity, and cleanse me from my sin. That's like, and I was listening to this body welcome sermon earlier on brokenness and how you feel when you sin and what would penance or piety, piety and penance, yeah, something like that. Yeah, um, yeah, so yeah, blot out my transgressions, wash me thoroughly from my iniquity, and cleanse me from my sin. And it's like, do you were to mean the same thing? generally but I, it, it just so deeper and it emphasizes it more as to how much like sin really take a toll on us and how much we really want it gone as believers and sin is yeah. disgusting extremely i was going um, to make a philippians 121 joke but i won't hey 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 <laughs> hey 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 <laughs> hey let me just look boy now people are going to look at it and then wonder. Yeah, Anyways, Guys, Christian is okay for the most part. Yes. Um, he's just unserious. Anyways, nah, nah, nah. um, perfectly, perfectly, perfectly. The the gospel. I think we've went over the gospel, and um, we can just finish our speaking about uh, speaking a little bit more about how it impacted our lives. Cause yeah. Um, even in little ruts and we, you know, feel down and stuff, we can always know that we have hope in Jesus Christ and we know mm-hmm. that okay, um he he's the one who gives us our value, not the things which um we do the world says gives us value, you know. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm in a little period of feeling workless, as we <laughs> say in Jamaica. <laughs> but or worthless, um, as it said in English. Worthless, yes. Um, but I am not worthless. I am, I am a redeemed person. Though I, amen, was living in sin. The Lord been taken up, has and God has, you know, Amen. God has done all that beautiful stuff, you know. So I can rely on that. And another part amen. of the gospel. Um, impacting my life is the friends that I have, like Christian and other friends, the Christian Health mm. Group, Church on the Rock, um, the Rock Teams Camp. Like I've gained so many beautiful friendships, um, brothers and sisters in Christ, and mm. it's beautiful. You know, that's that's the impact of the gospel. The gospel yeah. is you isn't um as well. yeah. 
it isn't um just about um Jesus dying and stuff. That's the main thing, and that's is that's not it all about. But Jesus dying brings so much good yeah. into our lives, and Him res- being resurrected. You know, His death and resurrection, life, death, burial, resurrection brings so much good into our lives. Because I'm not saying that it's insignificant, because it is the most significant thing. You know, Amen. but um, yeah. Being united in the gospel and united in truth is one of the best things that anybody could ask for, you know. Mm-hmm. So um, we all have to, you know, acknowledge that. And I have acknowledged it a lot. I've grown a lot. I've become a much better person. And that's by the grace of God. He has molded me and he's shaping me. And he's continually doing that because I'm not perfect. And I do sin. And I do sin against God at times, but he forgives and he helps me to flee from those sins, you know? I don't know if Christian is going to... See that one, cry. <laughs> talk, talk, about, talk about the impact of the gospel on, on his life. Yeah. Um. What, before we wrap up. Yeah. So, it has affected me immensely. That's another big word. Ooh, big <laughs> words. <laughs> it has affected me like um greatly and amazingly. Like I I once was lost, but now I'm far. I was blind, but I couldn't see. But now I see what amazing yeah. grace. How see the how sound that saves like me. Like me. <laughs> right. And it's just so amazing when you see like. That's what Jesus did for me, and I need to live my life uh, in accordance and in honor of that. And it really, it really, I went to this ACE, ACE, ACE Men and Women's Conference at Galena Breeze, and the whole thing was stay on course. And the gospel, that's what helps us to stay on course. I remember American Gospel Theory was this analogy by what's his name trevin wax i think that's that him i think it's him that said it but yeah basically i have no clue (laughs) basically basically imagine a track and a train on the track that i or we are the train and then the track is life the gospel is what powers us and the gospel is like the coal that the people them sing in the engine the engine and, and carry you so the gospel is what pushes us and the gospel is what keeps us going on this path and thing and as we were saying before like we need the gospel today as much as we needed it yesterday and the day before and back whenever because it's so easy like really and truly it's so easy to in the same stay on question to go off course because Life is like that, and it will box you right off of the off of the track and turn you over and over. Crazy stuff, man. Crazy stuff, crazy stuff. But yeah, the gospel really, really keeps you anchored, and it really um keeps you focused on Christ and His work and just all that He's doing now, because we know that He is um to return. So He left and went to He's be coming back. It's interceding for us up there. That's also so, so, so heart, heart touching and heartwarming and convicting as well. And then he's going to come back. And I want to be ready when 
the bridegroom comes for his bride and I want to Are be you ready for bride. the bridegroom right. when he comes when he comes? Yeah. Are you ready for the bridegroom when he comes? Why is my dog acting up again? I feel like Behold he cometh. Behold he cometh. Behold. Mm-hmm. Get ready for the bridegroom comes. Amen. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> Oh my lord, why are these people so late? <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 wait. There's one more thing I want to mention. Yeah, um, with like the difference of people saying that there's a difference between God in the old and new testament. Now the thing is God was probably more merciful and gracious in the old testament than there's, there's probably more examples of his graciousness and his mercifulness in the old testament than in the new testament because in the New Testament, it deals a lot with the justice of God and how you know He's going to come and judge everyone righteously, right? So, you know, um, there were loads of examples of God showing grace and mercy in the Old Testament, and He's going to come come um, with some heavy wrath, heavier than in the Old Testament. So, if you yeah. think. He was quote unquote wicked them time the boy have something I come feel. <laughs> but um overall he's the same, you know, from then to now and forever. Amen. So yeah, that's also something to understand. So oh yeah, and I, I wanted to clear up something from the, the Romans 3 earlier. Wait, let me find it back. Yeah. Uh Romans 3, Romans 3. Um, verse 19. Now we know that whatever the law says, it said to those who are under the law that every mouth may be stopped and all the world may become guilty before God. Therefore, by the deeds of the law, no flesh will be justified inside, for by the law is the knowledge of sin. This does not mean that God is the author of sin. Let me just make that clear. God made the law, and when you have a law, any Failure to comply with the law automatically becomes unlawful, right? So God did not mm. sin. God made the law. And then us now, in our defiance to the law, sinned against God. Yeah. So I just wanted to clarify that. I think we can wrap mm. up now. This, this yeah, we episode. can. Yes. So um, I guess that is all from us mm. on this episode. I want to thank you all for listening. Yeah. Um, hopefully we'll record the next been... one soon and hopefully we can upload it soon. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully we can be more consistent. But please, um, if pray you're expecting us, us to be... Yes, pray for us. If you're expecting us to be um extremely consistent and just dropping episodes, like, say... Every week start, and every um, yeah, um Please uh, lower your expectations <laughs> a bit. We're... At a we stage in life in where school. things are quite hectic, we're in school. We have no control so, over our over lives, right? Yep. We'll, we'll, get to, we'll get to a stage where they will. Yeah, like maybe some of us can have more consistent episodes. And throughout the yeah. holidays, like right now, I'm on, on midterm break. So, yeah, throughout the holidays, we can be more consistent. Yeah. So, yeah, I want to thank you guys for listening. And I hope you guys have a blessed morning, 
noon or night noon evening night whatever time you are listening to this i hope that you'll be in the word amen and in prayer amen (laughs) yeah in prayer i hope you're going to be fasting i hope you're going to be loving your neighbor i hope you're going to glorify god you know um (laughs) this guy (laughs) if we go on the podcast and then today let me just say one thing um i saw this quote today by charles version it's so so true it says um backsliding is often or is most times caused by neglect of private prayer is it that did i say word yeah. something like that yes something yeah like that. Oh, see here nine times out of ten falling away from god begins in the neglect of private prayer and i've actually seen that in my life because like we, we because of the old covid and then now back to face-to-face school i'm still not adjusted to that and we've been back since january i believe and i'm still not adjusted. it's my action i'm still not adjusted to the getting up at 4 a.m and then because um i travel my time yeah, four guys, years. this is third world living. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 because I travel with my dad. So I wait up at four a.m. and then because I travel with my dad, I don't get home until six and seven, and then I have to do work, and then I'm tired, and then I'm stressed, and then I end up more, like many times I've gone to bed without praying, without reading, all of something, and it really, it really does show because they just pop down, right, and then you start falling in all sort of all sort of old sin and it, it's so horrible and i hate it so much oh my gosh exactly i hate it exactly. so much and then and then when you finally get to a grip you're just like oh, why am i so stupid why did i allow this to exactly and I'm, I'm fighting right now because i'm trying to stay in the word but then right now um, because CXN and foolishness i is internal assessments are due by like mid-march we mm. have not finished the syllabuses, syllabi. I don't know what's the plural for syllabi. <laughs> we have not finished all that we need to finish, and the SBAs or the IAs are not finished. And the people, the one of IAs, and I'm stressed. And even before this episode, I was typing up my computer science code and all sorts of stuff. It's crazy, but like either crazy. way, there's another quote. Oh my gosh, I see so many quotes. It's called off my Instagram. I follow a lot of code pages um there's another code i posted it on my instagram actually hopefully it's not gone because we don't know if we can find it otherwise yep it's gone wow uh but anyways it's about making time for prayer oh about the prayer you don't you don't find time to do it. you make time yeah and then there's that one yeah yeah and there's, there's another one that i saw dl moody on twitter now some mentors they don't have time to pray but I tell you, if any man has God's work lying deep in his heart, he will have time to pray. And then this is the one now. Don't find time to pray. Make time to pray. Unless we're intentional about prayer, we'll hardly pray. There's a world of difference between finding time to pray and making time to pray and commune with the Lord. Or whatever, time, find time to pray. And you're making time. You'll strengthen the discipline and build better habits of prayer by making time and being faithful to it. So it's really important that no matter how how packed your schedule is if you have to wake up earlier to pray do that if you have to stay up later to pray and read your word and be with god do that but make a way to be with god like without neglecting all your other responsibilities because those have to be 
fulfilled and done and thing. And you must work yeah. the glory of God and all that. So please, 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 please. And I'm praying for me, but I'll I'll pray for you guys as well and pray for me pray, as well. And pray for me. Other and pray yeah. for Christian. Pray, pray for, for us the body because we're being Christ. very unserious. Bro, I'm just going to cut crazy. off Christian because he's very unserious and he's uh, affecting me. It's crazy. Unserious character. Oh, no, <laughs> unserious company, <laughs> corrupt, serious character, guys. Anyways, anyways, yeah, so I'm praying, I'm trying right now to get back um, into a consistent uh, prayer life and reading life and fasting life and all that while trying to yeah. adjust the school and, oh, it's hard, but pray for me, please. And then that will probably help us have more more consistent episodes but yeah i think yes, we, i think we need flowing. to end though because we're probably going yes. one hour we're, we're, we're being like our parents and like we're doing the goodbye but and then, then you add on we, we, we kept going yeah yeah and more and more and more and more so, so uh, the car you now wants to start driving and then you're in the car with the engine on and then like yeah it was good speaking to you but you know what um yeah for go to this <laughs> restaurant before and they're just like oh, yes re, 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 re. you know what okay okay we need to actually like wrap then, up because you, you they is... drive off and yesterday i talk <laughs> crazy stuff yeah and crazy guys, stuff, man. we need to end it right yes. right now so thank right you now. for listening all of you yes thank you for yes. supporting or us so uh, far yeah. for the little time we've been episode. doing this thank you jesus thank you lord for <laughs> bringing us to make in the second episode it's 10 o'clock in jamaica mm-hmm. so what, what time that in england Shh. Hey, 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 hey. We don't need to speak about that. We don't need to speak about that. So, yeah, guys. And I need to do my bed because even though I'm on holiday, I have school tomorrow. Bro, it's so crazy. Anyways. Bro, stop. Finish. (laughs) Anyways, thank you guys for listening. And we hope you will be here continuing to listen. Well, not to this episode. We're continuing to listen to us and our future episodes whenever episode three comes out, whenever I will continue, I'll continue, I'll continue. So we pray that as we are consistent, you guys will also be consistent in your listening. Yes. And I pray and that another thing, you'll be editing. Another like, thing, I hope yeah. everyone repents, whether it's an unbeliever listening to this. Imagine like the future, unbelievers listening, they're just like, wow, this is inspirational. <laughs> um, Glory be to God, I'm going to repent. So yeah, um, I, I, I implore each and every single person to repent. Turn mm. to Christ. He can cleanse you of your sins. He is able and he is willing, right? And, you know, once you go to him with the humble heart, then he will do so. So, yeah, repent. Actually, repent. If you want repent. to send an audio message, I don't know, but if you want to send an audio message to us that, like, you can play in the podcast, you can download the Anchor app. That's what we use to do the podcast. You can download the Anchor app. This sounds like a sponsorship something. Anyways, it's not an ad, but yeah, you can download the Anchor app and you can send in a recorded message to us. We'll get it and we can listen to it and you probably end up in a podcast or who knows, you know? Yeah. Probably. Probably. But yeah, thank you guys. I think we need to end right now before we start. I don't Gracias. <laughs> yes. Um, God bless you guys. Yeah, God Bye. bless you guys. Bye.